There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to my good, bad brain. I'm a normal person, so I'm insane. I've got depression and ADHD, but I'm doing better since I medicated me. I'm still not always sure whether I exist or what being a person even really is. But I figured out a long time ago that being alive is Back to my good bad brain. It's morningish time. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, drinking my weird Chinese medicine beverage. It's like some blend of mysterious herbs, uh, you know, ginger, turmeric, and who knows a lot of other things. But um, I'm sitting here and I want to talk a little bit just about something I've been thinking about. This might be kind of a brief episode. It's a little bit solo, obviously. Um, I think I'm actually doing some interviews, so we're going to have some more other people we talk to in the very near future coming up. But um, I wanted to talk about this thing I've been thinking about that I think affects my mental health, I think affects a lot of people's mental well-being, sense of self, blah, blah, blah. And this idea of like doing a good job and how we define the idea of doing a good job and what makes us feel like we've done a good job in our craft our work our life whatever and I think it's I think we get caught in the sense in our ego as uh and listening to the ego and turning to the ego to find out if we've done a good job or not and I don't think that's a reliable source um I don't think relying on other people telling us we did a good job uh, seeking out praise or adoration or reward or something like that is a good judge of if you've done a good job or not. And I don't even think your own sense of, of exhaustion is uh, an idea of if you did a good job, left it on the field, that kind of a thing. Have you Did you just wring it all out? And those are the two that I generally go to. Am I tired and am I praised? And tired isn't even the right word. Exhausted. Am I empty? And am I praised? And, you know, this is like a really fucked up way to look for uh, well-being. 
especially in this age of the internet and social media, because there it is. Are you posting all the time every day? You're getting all this stuff, blah, blah. And are people liking it, liking it, liking it, liking it? Are you feeling praised? And are you feeling approved of? And are you feeling like you're doing everything that you can to get it? Um, and the result is you just feel empty. And the praise means nothing. You need more of it to replenish it. And uh, the source of, I would think, true satisfaction and true contentedness with yourself and your work um, doesn't exist because that would come from a true satisfaction, a true pride in creating something that you think is good. Uh, in the age of like social media stuff, this is really tough, you know, I think because we all sort of agree that things are not like quality isn't what is making things succeed or not, you know, that uh, the bar is pretty low um, people become people's friends and like popularity sort of takes off on blah, blah, blah or whatever. But, you know, it's not like the highest and best expression of art or whatever, or craft or whatever is the thing that is rewarded the most. It's sort of this weird snowball effect of like, like in social circles, you know, popularity and something that you just like, like, and, I don't know, it's hard to explain, uh, and I don't think that's a good source of ju judging if you if something's good or not. Uh, I've had things I made go like crazy viral in the past, and they took no time to make, and they're very stupid, and they're certainly not the things I'm proudest of making. Um, I, I think they have their place in my pride or whatever. I think there's things that are good about them. I can appreciate them for what they are and why people might like them. But they are not at all something that I would settle on and, and that I think would be fulfilling. That would be like a hearty meal for my soul, my like works in the universe. And it might be the broken Protestant in me or something, but I really do believe there is something in like doing works, occupying your hands, you know, staying active um, to be out in the world and um, be doing what you're meant to do with your life that we are meant to create things uh uh and that doesn't have to be like just sheer in the creative field like we're supposed to be generative we're supposed to produce new things for the universe and our families to i don't know enrich existence um to take care of ourselves our and others and our spirits and um there's so much, if you look to that thing, you know, praise and exhaustion for your metrics of quality, um, that'll always be lacking. You'll, you'll feel this weird emptiness. You'll go like, well, I should be happy. This thing did really well. It's really popular. It's all over the fucking internet or, you know, people say they really liked it or blah, 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 blah. Um, I think your own inner drive to make something, to like take a vision that is outside of yourself. Uh, and you know, there's this idea of like art, uh, and I think this applies to basically everything that we do, but that like art comes from the artist. And prior to like the Renaissance, I guess, whatever, this is my understanding from um, TED Talk I saw a while ago and it stuck with me, that was, that was not what was understood to be like people 
people understood that art came from these outside sources like muses or daemons or whatever and that artists just channeled them and brought it into the world and i think this is a much healthier way to look at the creation of anything because if it comes from you and you make your one great work you peak you have your one hit wonder you spend the rest of your life wondering like why why didn't i have more in me why didn't i oh why aren't i and i think it's a uh, much healthier to understand like there's no logical reason you know there's no like this was objectively better than this other thing especially in something like art uh there's just a moment in time and that like you never know what's going to catch or not or what's going to satisfy people or not if people like it or whatever that's all them i think what you can do is strive to be true to whatever message you're receiving and if you are really like going about your life trying to honor from within the truth of whatever inspiration you feel you have then i think you're getting close to something are you behaving from a place of service and that service can be to others and the work and yourself meaning did you look do you look back at a project that you did or a work you know task that you had to do and do you look at it and think i applied myself the best way i could to the truest full capabilities that I have and that is not to be confused with being exhausted by it that's not like oh I'm just fucking I did everything I'm so I got nothing left in me I got nothing left in me it has to be good that might not mean that it was good maybe the best way you could do it was by staying rested and making like cogent uh choices you know conscious choices that like had the full weight uh and the full potential of your wisdom that you made from a rested space, you know? Like, when somebody, I don't know, I, I, this is a hard thing to describe. I think it's hard to describe anything sort of like Zen with uh, literal, with, with words and terms, but I think you could approach work with um, a sense of ease. You know, sometimes, sometimes like being overwrought about stuff and trying you just bind yourself up you need to be in a place i you know i saw this uh hard knocks one time a long time ago that tv show that's about uh, football teams in training and i remember there was a part where they were showing this guy talking to the team this coach talking to the team in anticipation of practice and they're going over things that are like you know, the pillars of what's going to make the team great and what they need to work on and blah, blah. And a lot of them are like knowing your plays, research, conditioning, blah, 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 practice, whatever. And he came to a slide that said swagger. And he's like, swagger. <laughs> Which sounds so funny, but he was like, um, you need to have swagger out there in the field. You need to play with a sense of ownership of the field, that you belong there and this is your space and that you are comfortable there and that, only when you can like be there comfortable not thinking about it not like trying not like oh always so only then can you sort of behave and react comfortably swiftly calmly um in flow with your environment and i was thinking about this like how many friends and people i know who are like ah this thing i got didn't get enough likes maybe i could have done better maybe i could have done harder maybe i could have whatever and you're like because <clears throat> here's the here's the flip side of that what if you get people who aren't good managers? What if you get people who don't communicate well? 
What if you people who aren't good at conflict? So they think that they're going to have conflict when they want to tell you you're not doing something great. So they're just quiet. You can only turn to your own inner compass of are you doing a good job? Are you doing the best that you could do? Again, that doesn't mean to exhaustion. That means the best that you could do. What's going to best set you up to like do in the world your works well? And that requires self-reflection of knowing. That requires the self-care stuff. Knowing what uh, preparation of your vessel for whatever task you need to accomplish with it is going to be the best thing for you. This doesn't mean don't listen to outside sources, of course. But it means trust yourself and respect yourself. Respect yourself by setting standards high for yourself, you know, and sticking to them. And don't go, okay, well, it seems good enough for everybody else, so yeah, let's just go. I feel like I've done that. I don't feel good about that. I feel like you should just never settle for that. I'm not saying, like, always be a fucking dick or don't be realistic about the limitations that you have around you or of, of resources or whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm just saying look back at your things with pride and look at yourself with pride and set yourself in a way that you can do that. I don't know. I fail at it. I get tired. I get overwhelmed. I don't know how to solve a situation, so I just let it flow. But I don't know. I think there's something that we can do. We can have a deft touch to what we put ourselves in the world doing. I don't know. They can be they can be more valuable than just hammering at something. Because I the place that comment comes from that seems non sequitur is that I, I was thinking. I'm not saying look back on a project and think I exhausted every option because that exhaustion, that emptying, that like the, that like self-immolation instinct to say like I've done everything I can. That that doesn't really mean necessarily that you did the the best thing. Like you're not gonna like some tasks you might need accomplished on a project or something that take people years and years and years to get good at. That means like that doesn't mean like figure that out in a week. That's never gonna work. And just because you bust your ass, didn't sleep, did everything you could to cram as much of a years and years of training into a week to try to finish the task, like that's not going to be good for the project. You got to just find somebody to fix that or change, find another solution. I I say this thing to myself over, under, around, and through, over, under, around, or through. Like like I just say that to myself when I find tasks that are impossible. You know, when I can think about them, when I'm in a good mind, and when my head's not like fucking just abandoning me and going like you're just somatic system so overwhelmed right now about whatever the fuck is going on in your brain that you're not even remembering any of your tools but when I can over under around or through that there's always some solution and exhausting myself instead of finding somebody else who knows how to do it better or if that's not going to work finding a different approach and not doing the thing that I was going to do that would require someone who had years of discipline in the thing that there's like a solution exists and the answer is not always to do the most difficult and the most uncomfortable. That's a nail gun. Across the street where they're building a house. That's absurd. I don't know. This is very brief. I think it might stay brief because this nail gun is so crazy. And I really have to get back to work. I really have to get back to work on some deadlines and stuff. 
I'm just gonna let the nail gun kind of wrap this up. Here's my point, okay? Fuck your ego. Your ego doesn't care about your well-being. Your ego doesn't care about you being fulfilled or happy or enriched in the universe. Your ego cares about the same shit that like that addiction instinct to just get fucked up cares about. Your ego cares about escape. It cares about reprieve. And the same way, like, that's why, that's why ego is satisfied by exhaustion. I burned it out. I did all of it out because you're emptied. You were relieved of yourself for a moment. And the same way, praise other people, the dopamine hit of people being like, I think you did a great job. It was so fucking great. You're so great. You're reprieved from feeling yourself, from being with yourself. You get to have somebody else's sense of yourself for a moment. I think what we need to do is cultivate a sense of pride and happiness with our own work that leads to, a, leads to a genuine satisfaction with the things that we do in the world and in the universe so that we look at a thing and we're done with the project and it hasn't exhausted us, it has satisfied us, it hasn't emptied us, it's filled us up. And in that filling up created capacity for more in the future that we accumulate self, we accumulate spirit, we accumulate capability as we go, as we add more, and then always find there's room for more. That this instinct to empty, to be smaller, to be less, to be thinner and smoother and just like disappearing in a spiritual sense also is completely misguided and rooted in the same problems of ego. There's this whole thing like self-hatred is just like the other side of the coin of narcissism, you know? Like... Don't burn yourself out. Don't squeeze yourself out like a tube of toothpaste and think that means you gave everything, you gave your all to something, you know? Did you use your fucking brain? Did you, were you diligent? And I mean, maybe I, maybe not, maybe not. I find that shit exhausting. It's easier for me to just burn my engines out than it is to be smart. And I'm learning to be smarter. I'm learning to communicate better. Learning to figure shit out. And part of that is like relying more on this inner compass, you know? Relying on this thing that knows myself, knows what I want in the world, knows the capabilities that I have. <sighs> I think I've spent too long being trapped in, but boil down to excuses. Being like, oh, what would you expect? With the limitations I had, did pretty fucking good. Well, what if you didn't want to do pretty fucking good for the limitations? What if you wanted to make something that you really fucking dug? Whatever it was. What would you do different? What would you do different? Don't give a shit anymore about other people's praise Listen to their criticism. See if it serves you. Request feedback. That was a, that was, I one time wanted someone to read my poems who was a writer. I was like, would you read poems I wrote? Let me know what you think. They said to me, okay, I will, but do you want me to give you feedback or do you want me to tell me or do you want me to tell you how smart you are, how good you are? I thought about it. And I was like, I want you to tell me how smart and good I am. 
I wasn't ready to actually receive feedback. I appreciated that the person asked. I didn't give him the poems. Now I'm ready. You know? I want my work to be good. Because doing good work in the universe is like just that. You're putting good stuff out into the universe. Stuff that you're proud of. Stuff that brightens other people's lives and days. Stuff that inspires people. Or just, you know, satisfies you. Fills you up. Adds something that you look back and you watch it again and you go like, you know what? People didn't really notice this, but this is fucking good. I feel fucking good about this. I can't believe I made this. You know? You can't work for recognition. You can't work for other people's praise. That shit is a fucking, ugh, slippery, venomous creature. It's useless. Feed your soul. Do good work. Feed your soul. Do good work. Fuck your ego. Fuck your ego. Nourish yourself. Fuck your ego. Love yourself. Going into a fugue state. I'm going to turn into a transcendental meditation person. Fuck your ego. Love yourself. Fuck your ego. Love yourself. Fuck your ego. Love yourself. And I mean, you know, fuck your ego sometimes. It's fun to fuck your ego. Ego's wild, you know? Ego's crazy. Ego's like, hell yeah, it feels fucking fun. It's good. It's like getting hammered, you know? <laughs> so sometimes go ahead and fuck your ego. Have fun. Have a, have a one-night stand. Have a, have a wild time with your ego. But understand that it's just that. The self needs love. Love yourself. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys later. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.